Welcome to the Guys Weekend Podcast. Oh my, do not adjust your horizontal. Do not adjust your vertical. Oh, we're, we don't own the rights to that. I am Josh Tenney, along with, as always, the lover of many, Brandon Parks. I'm here, motherfuckers. And we are joined once again by the ginger lord himself. He's back! Hashtag <laughs> fairball effect. He's back. Talk a little bit more about conspiracies. I'm all rummed up. And what makes our jeans tight? <laughs> rummed up from the bum up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there it is. Hey, Josh, by the way, I know we're, we're broadcasting on a uh, free podcasting thing right now, but it shows all of our shit talking now. Prior. Every bit of it. No, no, no bidskies. I've been hearing shit talking all day. Well, that's how it goes. And that's how it goes when you're not ranked number one in mathematics or health or science. You know, because the WHO and the UN and all them other fucking cock-sucking pieces of shit say, hey, we're not ranked nationally high enough for this. Because you have too many goddamn fence jockeys coming over here thinking that they... <clears throat> anyway, the topic of the show is... <laughs> I'm, not a, I'm not a mathematicianist. Yeah. Oh, you're not? No. I thought you got a degree in that. I want the listeners to drop their favorite rum in the comments. You know that rum was the first alcoholic beverage in the United States. I believe it. I believe it. Christopher Columbus was probably rum junk when he was bum-fucking those Indians out of there. He's like, I'm an Indian, bitches! Yeah, he was just bum-fucking people out of there. Yeah, Slippery Rock. That's why it was called Slippery Rock. Yeah. Yeah, Rum gets it going. Oh, my God. Monetization? What's that? That's what our goddamn country's doing to us, making us eat all these... Sorry. I need to readjust my hat, my foil hat, looking like a Hershey Kiss over here. We're here to talk conspiracies, boy. Oh. I like it. A little, a little, a little, a little, uh, touch on it, maybe touch me. I I mean, we we got into a lot last time, kind of touched on everything. I'll touch on you. Hey, oh. hey, I'm looking forward to it, buddy. <laughs> Touch on me. Touch on me. We don't own the rest of that either, but yeah, that's, that's fine. I really hope that's on time. Oh, I hope it was. Like everything else. Oh, yeah. that's really great. <laughs> but, no, I, first, before we get into this, I I listened to the last podcast. Uh, last one you guys aired, the two. Hashtag are, royal listener. Yeah. Hashtag get your listens up, bitches. But, um. What the fuck was it called? It was uh, what you can't say or something. Oh yeah, you can't yeah. say that. Yeah, you can't, can't say, say that. that. And you guys mentioned that one of your Facebook posts oh, got some Jesus. shit. Jesus! And I want to know the story behind it because dude. because I don't know what the fuck is wrong with that. What's Let me see if I can find it on the Facebook, dude. We got fucking reamed. My shit's on six percent. They had like one hundred sixty four shares or something like that, dude. We got like all right. So this this person. Uh, add in your ad libs and your plus minus dollar signs, hashtags, whatever you need to do. Got on there and asked if we were LGBTQ plus up, down, left, right, L1, R1. L2, but like, L2. uh, but what prompted that? I, I don't know. Do you know this person? We oh, oh, my dog's chasing a rabbit right now. Oh my God. He, he's not fast enough. Sorry guys. We're, we're doing this outside live. At uh, the bar that's sponsoring this podcast, Skinny Dick's halfway in SDHI. If you're in the if you're in the area, stop on by. Uh, cold drinks, good times. But this individual 
commented on there. It was a uh, a boosted post for networking. It was very, uh, very simple. It was a very simple post. It wasn't, yeah, it was, wasn't meant it was, for anything. Just the nope. It was just a, a, a good time, Charlie, and Charlie, it was not. To be fair, nothing you've said has been anti. No, no. So why did they give a shit? Uh, I mean, why did they get like super? I'm not, I'm not sure. Um, let me see if I can find that. Because we uh, This was the picture, uh, the aforementioned oh um podcast okay. that, right. that josh posted he josh likes to ruffle zucks feathers uh i do it on my personal account all the time and uh, let me tell you what a what a you ain't going facebook deal well you know <laughs> it happens it's not Here's that what, bad though that's not that's literally it's, not oh bad. it's not it's not it's bad, not bad. i just want to throw this out there josh's sponsored post got so many less likes and reaches than mine but, but that's okay it, it, it's a goal here so this this person here uh oh no did they delete their shit josh it's not on here oh i deleted it oh okay because i, I looked on there and i'm God like what damn the, it, what the it, hell it wasn't it wasn't because of of that person it was had more to do with the uh people that were <laughs> posting uh commenting on that post Josh, you know, I, I wasn't afraid of that getting us sucked i was afraid of the comments getting us sucked I just want to gun and lie on bed. That's what I want. I wish I remember that person's name because holy nuts. It was weird. There were videos of it wearing dresses and doing COVID updates. They were up to like 31. Oh, uh, I'll I'll blurt this out for for the listeners, but I believe it was, uh, I think the name was, if you look that up on Facebook. There it is. Steven. I believe it was Steven with a P in there. Um, Anyway. I'll find it for let me, let me, I, I was I, just I'll curious. I was curious, and I should have brought this up off uh, air. But. Listen, it was. Oh, no, I had to get you guys candid. We're already at the bottom of the fucking barrel when it comes to this. Yeah, shit. yeah, we're all right with that. I mean, fuck it. We'll get there. They don't have those are on Facebook. Holy shit! <clears throat> Too many. Yeah, that was that was yeah, that was something. Hey, shout out to that guy. Be a sponsor. Wear a shirt around. Um. Or would just wear a shirt at all. That's fair. Not a dress. Hey, they got no dresses. We'll put our logo on a dress if you want. Shout out, you know, listen to us. Uh, DM us. Slide into our DMs. Nothing weird. Put your wiener away, or well, I mean, I guess whatever you're walking, rocking down there, pre-op, post-op, whatever you got. Uh, if you'd like to rep us, I will send you a custom-made dress in your size with the logo on it. Because that's the type of advertisement we need. Exactly. Like, like I said, I'm a live and let live kind of guy. I don't give a shit. Uh, hell yeah. I, I mean, I don't not? like to be. Oh, yeah. I don't like to be goaded or, you know, lured into kid. making a comment that is going to be more trouble than it's worth. I've always lived my life as you better come up with better jokes to make fun of me than what I can make fun of on my own. Uh, generally, I come out on top. <laughs> that's I how you married. gotta be. That's, yeah. that's how you live your life, man. So. When it, what, whatever happened to sticks and stones, you know what I'm saying? That went away in the 60s when the government started oppressing its people and putting crack and oh, cocaine. And, oh, wait. Whoa, whoa. Were we shotgun starting this podcast? I like it. I mean, I like it. Listen, that's a whole other... Man, that's oh, conspiracy God, that man. I am... I'll tell God, you what. Damn. I'll tell you what. I'm 100% like... I mean, on obviously, like 
I'm pretty sure it's come out that that, that actually happened. Oh, 100%. Uh, have you watched the TV show Snowfall? Not to name drop. Uh, it was on FX. It's on Hulu now. Uh, since they partnered together, another large conglomerate that is just money fucking everybody, and I like it. Uh, we touched on this in the last episode how Amazon Prime is just Amazon. fucking people now, and Amazon they're not doing two day Prime anymore, two day shipping anymore. Yeah, fuck but them. but Hulu, good for them. Uh, they started picking up FX. The show did Snowfall you know Hulu is a great. Conglomerate? Uh, I did, I didn't I didn't look that too deep good. into it, but they have that show on there now, which is uh, an FX show, and it follows a young African American male who decided to get into the game, quote-unquote, and uh, uh, pro- provide, I guess, for, for himself and his mother and his family. He brought his friends into it, and it turned into... It's an excellent show. And if anything follows that to a T of like what actually happened in history, fuck, it's awesome. Like it's cool. I mean, it sucks, but it's Sounds cool. It, it was it was extremely well done. They talked to the uh, the Jews and the Cubans in in Miami, and it was all about hey, how much weight can you move doing this and do that? The like Cocaine Cowboys, that documentary that was on Netflix, awesome. The fact that they were moving shipping containers of cocaine into Miami, nobody said a fucking word. You got Lynn Swan, Steelers fan here. Well, we all three of us are Steelers fans. He had Lynn Swan, motherfucker, taking ballet lessons, hooting lines off of strippers' asses. That's awesome. Good for him. Yeah, it's a different time. If I knew anybody other than uh, that uh, was into the drug game, I'd be all about fucking selling shit to get make my way in life. Right? All about it. I mean, fuck. Like, what? What's the problem with it? Uh, it's, uh, entrepreneurship. That's what's wrong. Let's take a. So, so oh, that's all that's cash only. You can't fucking tax that shit. Yeah. So look at that though. So, so if we're, if we're going to get into the whole Marijuana. government system of like taxing things <clears throat> and you go on like how many, the war on drugs, obviously drugs won. Let's not be coy here. Uh, so I, I love how we, it's a war on drugs, but there's no country that's piped more drugs in the, it's own country yeah, no shit, other countries right? than the United God States. Damn. It, it, it funnels the same way with guns, too. And it's like, hey, we're all about, you know, you guys can't own these guns, this and that. Motherfucking, not to shout them out, but Obama got caught. Uh, what was it, the Fast and the Furious deal? He got caught, well, not he. The administration got caught funneling how many M16s and AR-15s That's to the Mexican people? Thing, Come on now, son. Listen, we know, we, su- we supply, having the biggest military dick in the world, yes, we're going to supply guns to countries that need fucking help. The United like States Israel. military dick is a full ocho. Yeah, oh yeah, 100%. And we but supply the, guns the to all those largest places. Navy is the, na- uh, the world's largest. Yeah. Oh, no, that's still with Britain. Navy, oh. I believe. No, no the world's largest oh, Navy. largest fleet. Largest is fleet is the United States, and the second largest fleet is the Air Force. United uh, States Air Force. Yeah, and then you have the Marines, so, like, which is the, the men's fuck? section of the Navy, apparently, from what I hear. Shout out to Chuck. Chuck felt that was. Uh, nobody can ever pronounce his fucking name. He's seven foot tall, can't throw a goddamn frisbee to save his life. But he can life, throw a hey, fucking die. Uh, allegedly. Here we That's go. all we have to oh, know. Oh, Christ. Here he we can go. die hey, gods. He's like fucking Drew Carey. The, the rules aren't here and everything's made up. So as long as they had fun. But if you're going to talk about funneling money places, how long before drugs are taxed? Not pharmaceuticals, but 
They're but, already working on it. I, I mean, it gets. It's to the not going to be long. So they've already opened up the floodgates for weed. I I, I firmly believe in the next five years, weed's going to be legal everywhere. Uh, the record, crazy thing is, is I want to see how they utilize the hemp plant versus other things because that is the one of the most versatile plants in the like the history of the world. Well, what what do they say when because because Colorado was the first state to legalize it, correct? But why though? Yeah, but, well, here, why here's though? what I'm getting at that because since Colorado was the first one to legalize it, I believe they. Uh, completely bought out of their state deficit in the first four months of making Do you know why marijuana legal. Because the government stuck their wiener in too far. But hey, you know, whatever. I'm just saying that, that that shit. Like I'm all for you know as long as you're doing it in a way that's not hurting anybody. Like honestly, as long as you're not selling fucking heroin to my kids, fucking do do as much heroin Listen, as you want. I'm gonna be what? that guy. This might come back to bite me. I like but, this though. I like where you're heading. But fucking, I, I've driven under the influence of marijuana more times than I can imagine, and I drive safer under that influence. Am I saying drive under the influence? No, no, no. absolutely. But not. versus that or drunk. It's like it's 100%. like beer though. You, no I mean, not to to a lesser extent, but it's kind of like beer, where different people have different reactions. Like I know people that I grew up with that I wouldn't trust them driving me when they're sober. But goddamn, if they're not a great stick man when they're fucking behind the wheel drunk. He's talking about me, Alex. Uh, that's okay. Allegedly. Allegedly. That being said, now this is going to sound wrong. Might scorn a few assholes, but. If you are selling meth, you're making money for your family. You go into the whole snowfall aspect, that TV show. It was it was to put you look at the whole rap game. Rap game in the eighties and nineties was rapping about true strife and what they had to do. They made enough money to get a record label, to get a record deal, to start making music to the point where it was mainstream and they told stories. Look at the game. Look at Tupac, Biggie, you get all of them in there. NWA, the whole the whole fucking shtick. They sold drugs to better themselves. Yes, I don't have kids. I don't want anybody selling drugs to Josh's kids. But at the same time, if you're selling drugs to an adult that knows the ramifications, how is it any different than you going to buy or pay for your prescription from a doctor? I understand there's a whole medical thing there, but maybe meth was a That was probably really bad. That was a, that was a, that was a, bad, idea. That was a bad idea, but marijuana. Hey, R- R- R.I.P. Uh, George Young, the uh, the inspiration behind the movie Blow. Yes. Yeah. I mean, fuck. You have you have people that want to go. Hey, I want to do things holistic. I I had about with this uh, about a month or so ago. Had a really bad anxiety attack that uh, put me in the emergency room. And a lot of people discredit what anxiety does to the body. I deal with a lot of stress that I can't different take strokes out for different way. folks. CBD. CBD was the next thing. I asked my my PCP, my primary care physician, <laughs> "Hey, uh, what are the effects of what I am taking now? Because I'm a lot larger than everybody, and high blood pressure." I said, "Well, what what would CBD do to me or those meds?" And they said, "There's nothing we can do. We can't tell you." 
that it'll be okay. We can't tell you that it's going to yeah, affect you differently because yeah. it's not a, it's a, not. a medically an FDA recognized remedy. As soon as it becomes an FDA recognized remedy and they can get a fucking kickback from it, goddamn, right. they're not going to the do it. Funny, the funny part about that is, Hell yeah. uh, there was there was an inter, there was an individual uh, from a company that I worked with and worked alongside, not not our company, but we went to which was a, a building over. It was the same parking lot, and it was a medical marijuana facility where you went in there and it was the holistic approach to dealing with whatever your health problems were. And they, 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 they ran the gamut of whatever it was that it, you know, whatever it was, you could, you could go in there, search a case, they would diagnose you with whatever it is that they had. And you go from there. Most of the things were positive for, uh, marijuana and marijuana byproducts would do well. I personally never, Never having consumed the the devil's lettuce, the electric lettuce, whatever it is, it can't speak on it. I know a lot of people that do, and the family members that do it, and it helps them. Now, that being said, the sleep aid that I'm on makes me feel like I ate nine Benadryl, and I am tired as fuck all day. All day? <laughs> all day. And it's bad. I sleep, though. I sleep. I, the first time I've ever, I, and it was weird. I told I told my PCP, I'm like, hey, I said I didn't have a, I haven't had a dream in a while, and she just kind of looked at me, and I'm like, until I took this, I said I slept fully through the night. Oh yeah, and it worked. And she she asked me about the uh, panic attack that I had, or the anxiety attack that I had. Everybody everybody at the hospital was very, you know, hey, you know what's going on. They're very cordial with what is accommodating, as it were, and. The biggest thing, the number one question they asked me was like, "Well, what's wrong?" Well, listen, if I knew what was wrong, I wouldn't be here. I wouldn't, I wouldn't have had this. I wouldn't have had this sensation. My arms went numb. Everything got tingling. I got really hot, really sweaty, really cold. My heart was beating through my chest. I couldn't feel my legs. I'm like, "God damn." Mine is, mine is. Are. You're not, you're not hot, but you're fucking sweating profusely. Yeah, yeah. And they're like, "Well, we're gonna check you because maybe you had a heart attack." I'm like, "Cool." And they come back and they're like. You're okay, but we noticed that your leg hasn't stopped shaking since you got in here. I'm like, yeah, motherfucker, yeah. like something's something's up. And they're like, well, maybe it was this. What'd you have for dinner? I'm like, well, I had a salad and I drank water. And they're like, okay, are you under the influence of any stimulants? I'm like, other than water and a salad, no. Have you had any alcohol in the past 24 hours? Nope. Uh, do you do any drugs? Nope. Other than my prescribed pills, which is blood pressure pills. They're like, well, everything's fine. You're cool. So. That's what led me down the rabbit hole of CBD products and things that were the holistic method. I feel like that's part of the reason why there is such a war on everything. And when I when I reference the war on drugs, I feel like it's the, the harder drugs that make you lose teeth and your family and not so much marijuana or weed, pot, whatever you want to call it. Listen, the only that's reason the it's, those, it's those family members making you choose between them and the drugs, that's the problem. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I believe that I could probably use CBD to help me do things. I, I feel like it would be beneficial. I'd probably sleep better. I wouldn't have the, oh, my God, I feel so fucking tired. You the should next try like Today, it was terrible. Well, here's what my problem with CBD. you got to go to a reputable place. I found one online. But uh, it's expensive as shit, man. Not that. But at that, at that point, if I knew I was paying for something that wasn't manufactured, to solely do one thing, 
that sounds really bad. Like, I pay for blood pressure pills. I could just lose weight and stop drinking beer, but <laughs> let's be honest, that's not going to happen. If I was paying for something that I knew was holistic and not pharmaceutical, I feel like it would be better. So I, I told I told my doctor I'm having trouble sleeping, and I've been having it's been probably about two years. You know, mm-hmm. I'm on I'm using a CPAP machine. Everything still can't sleep. Still yeah. waking up. I don't have an issue falling asleep. I have an issue staying asleep. Same. I'll, I'll sleep well, for two to three hours, and then I'm up and I cannot go back yep. to sleep. Yep. And if I do, I'm out for forty five minutes to an hour. Then I'm back up for an hour. And you shake and yourself I, awake, and you're like, "Oh fuck, what's yep. going on?" Yep. So they gave me an antidepressant. It 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 works three to four nights out of the seven. The other three to four nights out of the seven, what it does is it pre- it prevents me from falling asleep altogether. Yeah, Damn. Like where I can't like I'm or lay, I'm laying there in bed, and I have my eyes closed, but I'm awake the entire time. Maybe I am asleep, but I'm aware of everything that's going yeah. on the entire time. My wife described it perfectly that my mind races. It's like it's like having a to do list all the time. And that it never stops. Sucks. It's it's like it, my mind races all the time. When I lay down, I'm like, cool. It's time for it's night night time. You know, I I don't think about mind. anything though when I'm sleeping. Oh, I don't think I do either. And then I'm like, oh fuck, I'm still awake. It's been three and a half fucking hours. What? Why is this happening? It's the feeling is of it, having the to do list. Is it something? in the way that we work and how we've come so complacent to having to work or having to do this, having to do that. Is it, is it the media that's telling us that we need to do this? It's it's yeah. Instead of working, instead of working to live, we've become a live to work society. And And it sucks. That, that literally sucks. I'd like to say that my grandparents were the last, last generation that were able to balance, to work, work, to live, and yeah. they did it right, and they were able to do everything they wanted. You, you know can technically, family? you could definitely do it. You yeah. could still do it. It's just, it becomes the fact of the matter that people are going to view you as, oh, he doesn't work enough. Oh, he, right. he doesn't put enough effort into what he does. But we're holding a social construct to that of, like, what? What do we measure? Exactly. Cool. Why? Exactly. Well, here's, here's one of the issues, too, and I think we put a little bit too much pressure on ourselves and how... We set ourselves up financially. Yeah, a lot of people believe inflation too. Yeah, a lot of people believe that they're living within their means. But to live within your means, you should be living to put money in your savings. Yeah, and a lot of people don't do that. They live paycheck to paycheck to afford everything, all the nice things they have. I'm 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 guilty of that too. So then then you have then you have the fact that you work at people work at a job that they can't stand for. 10, People 12, that can give 14 hours a day. Yeah. yeah. And then you you put yourself in a position where you, you can't afford to go someplace else and take a pay cut, yeah. even if that means to take a lot of stress off your plate. I do have to say, the company that I work for, um, they, they take care of the employees that mean the most of them and that have done the work and done the things. And they, 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 they recognize that you've been through the shit You've done the things that most people won't do, and they appreciate it. And they don't give you any shit about, hey, you want to take off? Cool. Have a good time. And they don't bother I mean, you. You got, you got one of the ones that I think that are kind of go against the grain. It's also your, your mindset, too, because yes. you're you're yeah. actively looking for that. 
just mm-hmm. like me. I, I've always been uh, prone to work for small businesses yeah. because they respect their employees more. I've worked for large businesses. And the only business that I can say that really respected me, uh, you can blurt this out if you want, but it's Pepsi. Pepsi was amazing. I would work for Pepsi right now if I didn't have to drive fucking an hour and a half to work for them. But other than that, it's small business. They've respected me as a worker. I've, I've grown to know the bosses, my, my boss personally, in both situations where I've worked for small businesses. I think that's the key. And, the and I've become friends with them. Yeah. And it's like. Yeah, I, I've been working since I was 18 years old. Working warehouse for the listeners, that was thirty years ago. <laughs> fucking, pretty fucking close, I'll tell you that. I've worked for four companies in my entire life in, in eighteen years, or however many fucking years. Uh, and I'll say this: two out of the four liked my work ethic. They liked my honesty because I don't, I don't have a filter. I'll tell them exactly what needs to be fixed, what needs to be corrected, and they appreciated that about me. The other two companies like my work ethic, but want to put a muzzle on me, and they don't appreciate it when you're when you tell it like it is, because they don't see it that way. That's because there's a difference between bosses and leaders. Mm-hmm. Bosses are there to make sure you're complacent to what they have in mind. Leaders are there to lift you up, and that's a, that's a huge thing that I look for personally when I'm looking for a job. Is that I? I'm Two. looking for someone that leads me, that teaches me the way they want their their company to run, rather than boss me, knowing that they know what to do, but never tell you exactly how to fix what you're doing. They just hold you accountable for what you've done. Yeah. If, yeah. You, if I go into a fucking job not knowing the ins and outs of their day to day. I'm never gonna I'm I'm never gonna succeed. But if they're if they lead me and teach me their day to day and how they expect my knowledge to work, that's that's a completely different story. So as 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 a as a person I've been I've been managing supervising for almost ten years. Josh, I have a question for you. Should I smoke another cigar? Absolutely. Yeah, all right. <laughs> hey, don't twist my arm. And I'll say like the stuff I used to do in like uh pre-shift meetings and everything would be like, you know, as stupid as it sounds, I would write like inspirational sayings and go in depth with what it love. And, and, and shit like that. I won't, I'm not fucking that gay. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you can't say that. Hey, Maybe I will fuck that gay. Yeah, we fuck, love the wow, gays. That's fun. Hey, I love the I gays. Love the gays. Hey, I, I have, have no problem. great friends there. Sam. So it, like my favorite one, and this sounds really stupid, but from Rocky Balboa when he's talking uh, to yeah. it when he's talking to his son let me hear it and he's talking about how life's not full of sunshine and roses and shit like that and he's telling you that life's no, nothing's going to hit harder than life and life is looking to knock you down but it's not about how hard you get hit or it's about how hard you can get hit and still get back up and that's like my favorite thing because it's Probably the most truest thing you've ever heard in a movie. So do you think that's changed with how the world has been put out there and how the propaganda media has 
talk to the American populace. Well, I mean, we've become an instant to- gratification society, and not uh, listen. I've been I've been in this world for thirty four years. I you you're anything worth doing, you're not going to get instant gratification. You know, take this podcast for instance. I know I know starting a podcast from a a group of basically unknown people is going to be a slow grow, but you know, it's 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 something that we enjoy doing. I I have fun doing. You know, it's you're you're going to run if it ever becomes more than fun and becomes work and it's not worth doing. Yeah. And that I think that's what the problem is. And it, not really the problem. It, like I'm, I'm all for people that go out and you know work, uh, you know the manual labor jobs as long as they're not miserable while they're doing it. Listen, you know, I don't man, believe you have to. I don't, I don't believe you have to love what you're life. doing, but I believe you have. You personally have to be okay with what you're doing. Do you think that the know, this is conspiracy related? But do you think that it's ever? <clears throat> Alex has got me drinking fucking rum over here. God damn it. That's the fairball effect, but ladies and gentlemen. Hashtag. Do you think that it was that it was it's been skewed? So you have you have the baby boomers that went away to do everything they needed to do. They came back, fought for the country, stuck our USA dick in everybody else's ass. They came back, hardworking motherfuckers. We grew up in the age right in the middle of hardworking, punching the mouth in the street to I understand how computers work and technology. And you're getting to this day and age now. Do you think that the the era of hardworking people that want to do well and succeed is going away? Where now we look now we look more towards the mental aspect of everything. With, with the whole pandemic and shutting everything down, you you forced people to live with their spouses more, deal with their spouses more, deal with the home life, deal with their mental issues, deal with. You know, I, rates going yeah, up. you don't you don't have the outside interactions. Do you think that that was by design that they want to get people more dependent on things that they were less reliant on beforehand? The, the whole I don't know because the the whole thing I see when it comes to this is you have uh, you have generations and th- th- there's actually uh, a book about this and I'll, I'll have to like link it to the Facebook page or something, but there. The guy goes through and he, he does an analysis on um, generations and how what happens with their parents affect them. Mm-hmm. And with every major civilization before basically where we're at right now, it always went like you have a you have basically not necessarily cavemen, but the base society. Yeah. You have base society that works their dicks off. And the indentured servants. To to grow to something and they grow to this kind of uh, semi metropolis and it's, it's a period of peace, but then that gets threatened by another society that's trying to yeah. work to that too. Yeah, so they have war and that war creates a, a problem with the society that was a metropolis to begin with. And that brings them back down. So you have this constant struggle back and forth that weak people, Men make strong men. Yeah. Strong men make weak men. Right. Back and forth. So uh, you, women, whatever. You're pissing us. And then it has something to do with. So I, I look at it like you know, back in back in the day, like when I was younger, and I actually had time to do and w- like watch TV and shit like that. You have a lot of TV shows about parents 
that like the main gist of the whole thing was they want something better for their children. That was and the American each, dream. Each generation wants something better for their the the next generation. Do you think we've become a society that every that every generation overcompensates and it kind of made that next generation a little I weaker? Think I think it's that and conformity to the fact that those their kids aren't they they don't want to be their parents. I mean, I I would love to be my parents. My parents were great to me. Mm-hmm. But there's that generational gap that there's a majority of people out there will have ideals that are reversed of their parents just because they want to go against they the want grain. to go against the grain. It's yeah. that counterculture Right. phenomena that, that happens every once in a while. And I think that's what kind of what we're going through right now. It's it's that the fact that everybody wants to go against the normal beliefs that they've become so far against it that one day soon be, I don't they know want to be different just, just for the sake of being different. Yeah. Yeah. Can we talk about that on on uh you can't say that? Did. I think we did. That's probably where I'm I coming think, up. I think <laughs> what I think what gets me on this is that you look at a lot of things like we came up in the generation of technology and how we can understand how to do these things. We were the right generation to understand how this works and spearhead it. The generation that's coming up after us, you can look back online in the archives and see how your mom made her money to make the rent. We you, uh, you look at you look at you look at teen mom. Think about how those kids are going to grow up. Hey, my mom was on a fucking my, my mom was on a, a sitcom for way two to, fucking Way years. to glorify teen pregnancy. Mm-hmm. I've been saying that for years. So, my, so my, what's that, what's that going to do now? My wife was so into teen mom and shit like that. And like, I, I get it. it. See, like, I, I guess it was sort of coping. And you get the appeal because it's that, it's that uh, rush of fucking, um, they call it. I'm, oh God, I'm drunk. <laughs> that's that to the problem where where now the now these women are making, especially the OG moms, they're making two million dollars an episode. Tapes. Oh yeah, yeah. Backdoor mom, whatever it was, <laughs> I never seen it. But like, yeah, I guess, I guess, yeah. So, Brandon, we, on your point, we were we were the last ones that really had had this new technology at our fingertips. But if you take it away, we can live without it. This mm-hmm. generation coming up, if you take it away, they can't live without it. They won't be able to cope. They can't. Which is, which is why I would love to shout out, again, another episode, Glenn Tate. I know I know a lot of the so – he wrote 11 books. His wife has some books too. They are – I touched on this on the previous episode. I'll touch you. <clears throat> but uh, it, it – the first book, if you read the first book, I, I lent it to Tice, one of the other special guests, special guests that we have on the show. And the first five, six chapters literally are what we're talking about. They, they grew up in a family where you, you split you split wood for heat. You did things outside. If it was broke, you fixed it. You didn't buy a new one. You grew up with fishing. You grew up with knowing everybody in the town. You, you did hard work. And it was rewarded with the satisfaction of knowing, I did this, I made this, I worked for this, which is good. The problem is, I feel like today's generation is, well, why should I have to do that? Why, why can't you just hand me everything that I need? And I feel like that's what the government's, oh, 
don't drown me, bro. <laughs> the government's doing by subsidizing all these things of saying, hey, you know, here's some bonuses to get back to work. Motherfucker, the hardworking motherfuckers in the world, in the United States that work. What do, what do I get? Work, what do I get from going to work for the last fucking I didn't get year? Shit. I didn't get a goddamn you know? thing. Now, I will say this. This was the controversial thing that I, I, I seen and I shared once. Everybody was bitching when they were laid off on the pandemic. I was fortunate enough to work through the entire thing. Uh, and, and I'm lucky to do so. But at the same time, everybody's like, oh, let's let's glorify police, EMS, and firefighters and nurses. Sure, at the same time, you chose that profession, right? You chose to be a nurse. You chose to be a frontline responder. You chose to be an EMT. I chose my job. What? Why are we? Why are we going the extra step? You know what, though, for this? the most now part, it's not none of none yeah. of those none of those people were out there looking for the appreciation. Right. For the for the most part, the majority no. of them knew what their job was. knew knew that right. was the job they chose, and, and I'm okay with it. The judge. I didn't need my father's tobacco. I didn't need the the. Oh my God! Thank you so. No, nobody needs that. No, no. Listen. I don't need the I don't need the fucking the recognition or this and that. Nobody nobody went out and 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 there was no appreciation for the the truck drivers that were treated like pariahs at your local <clears throat> truck truck stop right. where you weren't right. even allowed to to go into the facilities because they were they traveled so much. God knows they were the ones that were carrying the virus and not anybody else. Right. I I, I mean I they I, my I had drivers that would show me pictures. Yeah. Of the truck stops closed down because they didn't want any any these guys that go from their house yeah to the jobs uh, to the the delivery point and back exactly like they're these, not the, fucking uh, these guys and, yeah. and, what, and what people don't understand now people in no, the trucking industry truck do do there, understand this but I don't think the average Joe understand do you realize what would stop if the trucking industry shut down. Shout out to Glenn Tate in Fucking the book everything. series 299 Days. I recommend everybody read it. That that That's was why. the oh my god. That was literally I, the first book. I'm gonna give it to you, Josh. You're gonna have to read it. Tice has it right now. I like it. That that was the first thing he worked for a, a three letter company. I talked about this before. A three letter agency. And this book series was what his I don't know. I guess thoughts or what his if if he had to play it out, what would happen. Is that the one you always you always yes yeah. all the time, yeah. and economical collapse would do. And I'm not huge into conspiracies. I, I I I've gone down plenty of rabbit holes in this and that. I read the books. Sure, that's that's a conspiracy. Put the tinfoil on. But you read the shit and you're like, holy fuck, we're uh, we're literally right now we're in book we're in book two going into book three, which is nuts. I started reading this shit seven years ago. Seven years ago, when I first read the first thing about. Oh, the government will issue cards with chips in it to how you regulate your money. I remember you saying that. Next week, I got a fucking debit card with a chip. I'm telling you, know you right now, the, man. You know, what the, you know what the worst thing about the uh, being in the trucking industry, though, is is that like I know that without the truck drivers and the trucking industry, what this country would look like. It'd be terrible. Uh, 
The problem is they also know what this country would look like. (laughs) And they will let you know what this country would look like every fucking day. And they are the ones out there that will gladly take your appreciation and take your extra money. Absolutely. They're like the Floyd Mayweathers of the (laughs) jobs around here, you know? That fucking turd. Hey, good for him. Hey, he capitalized on a market that, whatever, we don't need to get into that. The motherfucker (laughs) can't read. He can't even sign a goddamn check when he gets the cash. But, yeah, I... It's wild to me that there's a generation growing up that doesn't know what it means to get their hands dirty. By no means have I ever gotten my hands dirty to earn money. But I've worked. I've worked from a young age, and that was the greatest thing. I worked at a bar for nine years. That was the best education I could have ever had. You see people for who they really are. You, you meet a lot of people. You learn how to interact with the public. And people in service jobs... They're taken for granted a lot. I'm not. I'm not glorifying the the Tom, Dick, and Harry that wants to run the the drive through window and spend all their money on drugs and and abortions. But at the same time, what happens if all those places shut down? Everybody's so quick to say, "Oh, I don't want to work at Wendy's." Oh, I don't want to work at McDonald's. Well, look at them right now. They're hiring for fucking fifteen dollars an, an hour. hour. Nobody fucking goes right. there. And it's like hey, everybody's hey, you so know what? quick to describe. The, the Rona was a way to raise minimum wage to fifteen dollars an hour. I would, I would have fucking killed somebody. Do you, $15 do you an hour. think? Do you think that's because everything else, everything is else, everything else around us is going to come to a crashing halt? Because prices are going up. Um, so that's that's the other thing uh, is that a lot of people think there's a bubble right now that's ready to pop with inflation and uh, the whole. Uh, you know what happened with the whole 2008 crash? Oh yeah, the crash of the market. Um, yeah. The the housing industry they think that's going to happen with the student loan debt. Ah, oh, Jesus! Uh, because there's a lot of people that can't pay that shit back. And no matter how much you bump up their wages, well, that's because we become a society not, that be that has that. been fixated on send your kids to college, send that, your kids knowing that, is the, that you that is can't afford one. send your kids. So that let's take the, out outrageous loans for one hundred and twenty thousand dollars. You can you could have bought yourself a fucking smoking ass Ferrari. I I wish I wish somebody would have pushed. I mean. Our school pushed the trades a lot, um, but it was like, I don't know, man. It, w- it was a weird situation where you had like a lot of kids that if that would I, go there. If I would have been smarter in high school, I would have went into nursing because the the nurses in my area right now are starting out at thirty dollars an hour, Fuck and yeah. then if you it work your way up. And become a nursing supervisor, you can make anywhere from sixty to a hundred dollars an hour. Hey, yeah, shout out, man. shout out to the United States government again in nineteen thirty eight when Congress decided that Fannie Mae was the greatest thing we could ever do <laughs> because it would subsidize all the costs. Uh, what happened to them? Of getting man? into things. Oh, what happened to what, what happened, happened to them? What happened to them now? God damn it! That's why colleges are just waxing asses and guess what hey we'll give you an education we'll start you off in a career it takes you six years to pay your shit back guess what now you're in debt for your house now you're in debt for no, cars there's no Fuck. problem with inflation 
as long as the average person their salary also continues, gets inflated over time. Con- continues you, going to debt. <laughs> the average, uh, me, me and me and Brandon, I believe, talked the, about this on a podcast that was deleted because the audio was shitty. But do you realize in 1993, the average salary was $45,000, and the average salary yeah. today in 2021 is not much higher than that? No. And that's wild. It's fucking wild to me. It's like... Fuck you! You set you want to set people up for what? A fucking burger at McDonald's was still fucking like eighty cents. Now it's a it's a it's a dollar fifty now. I just for less fucking meat. Exactly less meat. I could tell my wife that it's less than eighty cents. God damn, we're already married now, but fuck yeah. it. So you look at it that way, and and it's setting up a society to continuously pay into what we owe other countries. So there's a reason why what, we're the most indebted country in the world. We're also most well. I hate to toot our bubble with all our international listeners, listeners, but we're also shout the out most, to Germany. You make good beer and schnitzel. We're also probably the most important. Oh, we are. Just saying, we're always in the spotlight. Which, which to me. If the stock market crashes tomorrow, I, I love I love talking stocks. I invest huge huge proponent to investing. You need mm-hmm. to anyone that is ever anything owns things. Yes. So disclaimer though we're not uh, stock experts. Advisors. Yeah, don't don't. <laughs> no. We're not stock <laughs> ex- no. experts. Don't going to the moon, motherfucker. <laughs> Kid, don't want to get sued tell- for half half I got and half I got's nothing. So what do you think you're going to get? <laughs> I At tell people nuts. that if the stock market crashes tomorrow, oh, oh, you're you're uh, you're gambling your money. You're gambling your money. What's a four hundred one k? If the stock market crashed tomorrow, everyone be fucked. Yep. You'd be fucked. I'd be fucked. Exactly. Your neighbor would be fucked. Everyone. What? What do you? It think doesn't matter. As long as you, you have your four hundred one k goes into. Right. Unless your unless your stuff and your money in a fucking mattress. You, you and even you're then, better off, you're you know, all these companies incentivize you to, uh, to put into a 401k by doing some sort of company match. But here's the problem. You run a risk and it's good. It happens. Every, Everything has risk. Every eight years. Every single thing you do there's, has there's a, mar- a market crash, and you run the risk every every eight years of losing your entire 401k. It's, it's happened. It's happened that. to people in my family. You, yeah. where you, I mean, you had where where you have almost enough money to actually retire. Then, I've I've had people in my family that put like a quarter of their paycheck in the four hundred one k, and the stock market crashed in two thousand eight. Guess what? They lost everything. It's also when you invest. It's funny you say that because I was just talking about this yesterday with my sister in law. My my company offered a Roth IRA account. <clears throat> I did the research. My wife my wife has a four hundred one k. God bless her. Everything is okay with that. They match. I did the math and I cranked it out to what I would, what they would match per year up to what I would put in for my own earnings. I can save and make more in my own savings by just pulling cash out and putting it in an envelope. Which, which is we can which talk about this off air. Which isn't, which isn't the case for everybody. But in my case, I could, I could save more money. For my for myself, if I just put it in them, which goes goes back to people living living 
living outside their you know it, that that's what i've been saying for a while if and and i alex i know what you're saying about investing but at least you're the one doing the investing yeah so it all depends on what you're putting in you can start your own roth all right oh i'm IRA. going to yeah right. You can you can do it. You can do yeah. in in a, in a Roth IRA, but not not a lot. I mean, I mean, you have less than what fifty percent until, until it all goes tits up and the dollars aren't worth shit. It depends what you put it in. You can put it in. You can put it in one stock if you wanted to. Yeah, but, but most people don't do put that. It in mutual funds that would. I'm all about ETFs. Fucking ETFs. Run you can it. put in fucking options if you wanted to. Yeah, but I mean, it's all about doing your research, understanding the growth of a company. And and looking into what they pay what they pay back in dividends. If you're if you're if you're investing in something that's not necessarily paying you back for investing in it, then it's not worth it. But that's another that's another thing where where the where the stock market is it goes again to the instant gratification. If you don't see, I know people that look at the stocks daily. Yeah, it's not that's not a healthy thing to do. I don't invest, but I know that's not, not. the way to do it. No, it's like, long run. like me constantly looking at our analytics for the podcast. I'm gonna fucking drive myself nuts because I don't I don't see yeah. it going up an episode or anything. Consistency like is key. But they, right. they 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 don't see anything in 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 two weeks, and they're already starting to shit the bed. Yep, you know it goes against the, the with the instant gratification. And just remember, when the whole <clears throat> grid goes down. It's all up to the big what do you have. When the whole <laughs> grid goes down, so does Brandon on everybody. Words, beans and bandages, baby. <laughs> Three Bs. Listen, I've I have pumped this to everybody I know. You That's should always have a plan. We talked to us. Uh, uh, <clears throat> everybody should have a plan. You should have a provision kit in your house for at least seventy-two hours, probably two weeks. Think about it. You've you've been without power. Windstorm comes through, uh, hailstorm. Uh, oh, hail, oh, do you remember the God big damn. blackout of fucking Lizzie? Whatever the sing it to me, baby. Lizzie hail. Six God or some damn. shit. Uh, yeah, no, uh, the the blackout, of, the rolling blackouts, twenty two thousand eight. It was two thousand eight. Those are, those are going to happen again. New York went dark for three days, and people lost their fucking minds. We didn't have fucking power for like a week and right. a half. Mm-hmm. That was nuts. But think about it now. Like you, you should always have. We had a have, garden. We had fucking. Yeah, you should I mean, always have that. You should have have something to get you by for three days. Something. We're not going to get too far into this because that's one rabbit hole that I went down, and I love it. I love all everything that's about it. Episode. And I get fucking. My old lady gets so mad at me because I'm like, no, this is what we're doing. This is what we're doing. We're, we're fucking. Why? We can go Why? Doomsday Prepper right, cool. as an episode. That'd be I, great. I mean, I like Ooh. it. I, oh yeah! I like Listen, it. all I need, all I need for my provisions is enough lube for handies, enough lunch meat for Sandy's, and I am all good. I fucking love it. Enough lube, enough lube for Andy. That's all I need in enough life, lunch buddy. meat for Sandy's. Shit. And if you're listening to this and to saying, "Hey, you guys are gross," the the guy sitting next to you is thinking the exact same way. Yeah, oh, hundred percent, hundred percent. And 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 they like it, and they like it. That's great. Listen again. Instant gratification. People aren't. People are dumb. The only gratification we need is you listeners. Give us shit on Facebook, Instagram. The comments. Read them all. The messages. I watched videos of a commenter wearing a dress, dancing <laughs> in a bathroom. Listen, I'll watch it all. I, I I like it. What's his name again? Stephen. Stefan. Not Stefan. Not to be confused with the guy that Tice got hit on with. 
Uh, oh, so oh, here we go. Here's a little here's a little wind down for the episode. So we went out the other night uh, to a local watering hole. Great place. Hopefully we can have the owners on there. Thurman Munson's son. Great fucking people. We're sitting in there. We're you know we're singing along. La di da, la di da. And this goddamn giant walks in, sits at the bar. Tice goes, hey, isn't that your neighbor? I'm like, what? No, my neighbor's moved out. Two houses over. This guy used to plow out this nasty trailer park bit. She's probably a really nice girl. I shouldn't say that. He goes, hey, that whole house. He gives us his whole goddamn life story. This motherfucker is seven foot eight. Seven foot eight. Was ready to just swoop down pterodactyl style and just fuck Tice in the ass. He was all about it. He goes, hey, meet me out back. We can smoke some dope. No, 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 no. He was going to try to take advantage of you and touch you where your no-no spots are. And Tice is like, please help me. I'm like, I don't know what you want me to do. He's like, well, he was your neighbor. I'm like, I don't give a fuck if he was my neighbor or not. It's only a no-no spot if you don't say yes, yes. Exactly. Uh, that's fair. Uh, he, he said no-no the entire time. Uh, he wasn't raped, by the way. Don't don't let anybody call the authorities. But where's the whistle? He broke he broke up with that lady over there because the whole house was full of bed bugs, and the brother Jesus is crazy, Christ. crazy, crazy. I've I've seen this motherfucker pull up here at eight thirty a.m. just screaming and yelling at his ex baby mom. Fuck you, fuck them kids, dragging them motherfuckers through the yard. I'm like, god damn. Hey, bed bugs and crabs are completely different. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, one you could fix a cream, not that I know anything about it, or a small comb. But and the other one's just there for life. Uh, I do want the the listeners to talk shit on Facebook mm-hmm. about how little we talked about conspiracy theories. That's exactly <laughs> what the point of this show was. Because we started with it, we we oh, lightly shit, grazed boy. it like I did my inner my inner thigh earlier when I tried to go pee. I'll just have to be on another time. That's perfect. Yeah, we'll have you on. Maybe we'll have you on the uh, the the preparedness episode. Maybe we'll make it a short and sweet one. Just a little yeah. little little ear candy. I mean, I can come back whenever the fuck you guys want. Whenever we got it. Hey, com- comment hashtag bra rub for Tice. Oh yeah, <laughs> y'all, dude. Seven foot eight motherfucker would not leave him alone. I'm like, well, that's because. You know, in in the world of gays, I would say he's probably a twink. You know, he's 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 the he's the 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 fair skinned, blonde hair, does more workouts than I do. And so, what you're saying is guy. this guy Tice was perfect height for this guy's uh yeah seven uh, foot eight. That's a and lethal boy. injection. Oh, for everything. Oh, he would yeah. So it was weird as shit. Uh. He then proceeded to tell us that he was nationally ranked in frisbee throwing. Dude, twelfth in, in California. I don't. What? I don't. I don't. I want to see this motherfucker. He doesn't live frisbee. in California. I don't typically hold any weight from anybody from California because, well, we whether 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 they're fucks out there, you can shit on the sidewalk out there, and then you tell me you don't hold any weight for fucking can, can jam? jam. Hey, that's what I'm saying. That's what he said. How can you be nationally ranked in California when you're not in California? Yeah, just the same way that he said Tice was pretty and yeah. wanted to take him home. I don't know. Well, Tice is pretty. I want to take him home. By the way, he, he's <laughs> back on the market. And we talked about this as, as we wind down the show this evening. We talked about maybe a Guys Weekend podcast produced and funded auction for a night with Tice. <laughs> oh, Listen, we've got I'm, everything I'm about down. it. We've got everything I'm about it. All, hey. <laughs> our proceeds go to the nonprofit. Yes, 
yes. guys weekend well, podcast. What we wanted to do is, is we is we wanted to do a percentage. He has a backyard oasis that he wants to build. He only needs about fifteen hundred bucks, maybe two grand to get it all done and, and the way up. I'm like, listen. I said, if we raise, if we raise <laughs> if we two awesome. grand, I said, if we we'll, pimped you out, guys. I said, <laughs> we'll take, we'll take twenty percent of the proceeds to to fuel what we need and and the production costs. I said, everything else goes to you. And he goes, like, oh, sweet. All I have to do is have sex with an old lady. I'm like, yep. And he goes, well, I've done that before, <laughs> allegedly. Why do why do we have to limit it to ladies? Exactly. Well, you'd have to ask him that question, but you know, <laughs> well, well, we I'm just saying you can drive up the price a little bit more. Probably oh, could. Yeah, he 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 is a lot of he is a lot of men's type. Mm-hmm. Oh, we had that conversation before. Remember the uh, the the fucking the dude that crosses Bill. Shout out to Bill. It's not his real name, but that'll work. Oh yeah, we've had that. Yeah, I like it. Hey, keep it in mind. Spam the Facebook page. Comment, like, share. Tell your degenerate friends and that those in-laws you don't like to listen to us because it'll just really ruffle their feathers. And I like it. I'm here for it. (laughs) That's why we do it. (laughs) For Brandon Parks, Alex Faribault, I am Josh Tenney. This was the Guys Weekend Podcast. Toodaloo, motherfucker. Perfect, motherfucker. Woo!